This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to The Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Now it has been a dramatic weekend in Moscow, very dramatic indeed, and in the opinion of many Western observers and indeed international observers, Vladimir Putin has been weakened by what looks like, or did look like, a successful insurrection by Yevgeny Prigozhin, who is the leader and founder of the Wagner Group, a group that has fought in Ukraine. He and his people, they are mercenaries, many of them, but they're independent. And in recent times, Prigozhin has been very critical by implication of Vladimir Putin, certainly of Shogu and Gerasimov, who are Putin's principal uh, generals and the commanders of his army. Putin himself is quoted, and we'll check in a moment uh, at the accuracy of this, as comparing the weekend and Prigozhin's march on Moscow, which didn't go all the way, to 1917, which of course was the year of the Russian Revolution. We're joined now from Lithuania by a, a very valued and respected contributor to the stand, Dmitry Ilovsky. He is the chief editor for the YouTube channel Kordakovsky.live. Before the war, he was deputy editor-in-chief for TV Rain in Moscow. He moved to Lithuania when the war began, and independent media outlets, including TV Rain in Russia, were closed down. Dmitry, thank you very much for joining us. You're very welcome. We are all watching this extraordinary drama Nobody is clear in the West, but a lot of leading analysts believe the events of this week and have weakened Vladimir Putin. What's your impression? What's your belief? And what do you know? Well, thank you very much for having me. Uh, first of all, we have uh, witnessed uh, unprecedented, actually, events. And uh, that was something to discuss and uh, try to understand uh, uh, for for next days and weeks, I guess. And we will see more events coming and more impact. Uh, so what we do know, actually, is that uh, this attempt of coup uh, was actually very strong and very powerful. But uh, the most peculiar thing that we can um, say about uh, the weekend events is that uh, both actually Prigozhin and Putin uh, became uh, losers at this game. Nobody of them has won. 
So yes. from the first point of view, we have seen that uh, Putin is not that tough guy as we thought about him. You see, Prigozhin has almost reached uh, Moscow region. There yes. was some 200 kilometers, I guess, uh, between uh, his position and uh, Moscow. And we understand that Moscow wasn't ready to defend itself. So basically, uh, Prigozhin has conquered the most important town on um, the Russian south, Rostov-on-Don, yes. which is a capital for southern Russia, or which is very important and crucial from the military point of view. There is a million, and, a million people there? Yes, I yes. think uh, even even more. I think even more, and uh, this is a city which actually which uh, supplies uh, uh, food, uh, goods, and um, uh, uh, munition and everything army in Ukraine needs actually. Uh, but uh, from the other point of view, we see that um, Prigozhin uh, decided uh, to stop. And he decided to go away, uh, uh, presumably to Belarus. And this actually sounds and looks pretty strange. He could, um, he could come to Moscow. There is no wonder he could do it. And uh, the speed that um, he took was uh, uh, unbelievable. He, he was um, uh, going so fast uh, that nobody could ever stop him. Uh, on the other hand, uh, from the from the third point of view, uh, we have to understand that uh, there were victims during this coup. Uh, there were people who died, and Russian propaganda and uh, Russian power, they do not say anything about it. They try to uh, forget about it. But uh, there was a huge military plane uh, that was took down by uh, PMC Wagner. And there was also a number of uh, helicopters that were also took down by uh, Wagner. So we see that um, some, some, something around a dozen of people died, a dozen of pilots and military men who were uh, serving in the uh, Russian army and Russian air forces. And uh, actually nobody's saying anything about it. So Prigozhin was just uh, uh, let away to Belarus, presumably. This sounds very strange. There was a rumor on Saturday in the West, and we believe in Moscow, also in Russia, in the region, that Putin had fled, had left on an airplane, that he had taken the transponders off the airplane, and that he was running away. Now, has that been settled? In other words, do we know that that wasn't true, that he was fleeing? The funny thing is that actually it doesn't matter. Because uh, if we do see these reports, if yes. we do see this news, it means that uh, it could happen. Yes. But, uh, you know, talking about Putin, the powerful former KGB officer, um, tyrant and um, uh, an autocratic leader uh, who can beat any of his enemies like within uh, seconds, uh, tough guy from, from judo. Uh, he, it's, it's unbelievable that, uh, he can go somewhere or, uh, he could just escape from Moscow. Uh, so basically, if there are these news, it means a lot for, for him as in, uh, the Italian yes. leader. Because, you yes. know, if any, if we can imagine something like that happens in any democratic country and the democratic leader is, uh, deciding to leave the capital, I mean, it's, uh, okay. Um, it's uh, it's it's uh, the uh, uh, the question of his safety, but uh, on the but 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 we do know that um, Zelensky, 
didn't have a left uh, key when there were like some tough times yes. when the at the beginning of the war, uh, the, uh, the, the, the city was uh, under heavy missile attack and there were rumors that uh, the uh, Russian troops are already entering uh, Kyiv region and uh, Kyiv city itself. Uh, Zelensky never left. But we see that Putin could do that. So actually, it's a huge impact. It's a, we, we actually saw that Putin... Uh, the king is naked, you know. Yes. Uh, Putin has yes. no clothes, and we see, and we saw him uh, without clothes and without tanks. Uh, this is very strong. Yes, and people are speculating in London today and in Washington that Yevgeny Prigozhin could have continued to Moscow. He was, as you say, about two hundred miles or two hundred kilometers from Moscow. It appears that the Russian forces, that Moscow wasn't prepared and able to defend itself. Is that surprising when you consider two things? One is that Prigozhin has targeted Shoigu and Galasimov. They are the commanders of the Russian army. He has really, it seems, from our perspective, to have continually in recent weeks and for a couple of months humiliated them and by implication, and sometimes saying it, that Putin has made a mess of the war and that these two men, these two generals who are leading his army, are fools. If he can say that, at the same time, Putin has accused Prigozhin on Saturday of treason. Now you move 24 hours forward and he pardons Prigozhin and they do a deal which allows Prigozhin's Wagner group to go to Belarus, but Prigozhin has disappeared. Um, we actually do not see the, uh, the pardon itself. And uh, right. we are aware that um, we can never trust Putin. And uh, it would be silly to trust him this time, actually. Yes. Uh, and we know that uh, the, there was a uh, case of uh, treason, um, which was brought on Saturday, I guess, Saturday morning. Yes. And then there were news that um, uh, they're going to close down this uh, case. But they did not. It's, uh, it's not true. It's false. Yes. And uh, we see that actually Prigozhin at this time was targeting not only Gerasimov and Shoigu. He was targeting president. He was targeting Kremlin. He yes. was threatening the leader of the nation and the superior commander of um, the Russian military. So this makes uh, this case unprecedented and uh, totally, totally unbelievable. Were the army prepared to defend Moscow and to defend Putin? It looks like they didn't have any technical possibilities and they didn't have enough human resources. Right. Uh, we have seen photos in uh, the center of Moscow where uh, there were like um, uh, literally young soldiers uh, lying uh, near highway on the, on the grass trying to uh, do something, trying to wait for precaution to come. But that actually looked... Um, uh, so silly that it, 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 they had nothing to yes. do with the powerful PMC, with powerful uh, Prigozhin yes. and uh, his thugs. And basically, I'll tell you what, we know that uh, Prigozhin is the guy from, uh, uh, from, from criminal uh, world. 
And actually, we know that Putin also in the 90s uh, were involved uh, in some criminal cases in St. Petersburg, uh, in St. Petersburg uh, seaport. Uh, So actually, what we saw now is uh, uh, we get back to the 90s. And uh, we witnessed criminal meeting of uh, two uh, pretty powerful thugs. And uh, we saw them trying to talk to each other and trying to um, to understand uh, who is more powerful, who is tougher. Um, and everybody was, uh, was a witness of it. So this is it. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Now, the power of oligarchs in Russia is understood We don't completely understand in the way that you do, Dmitry, but we do understand. Mikhail Kordakovsky, you work for Kordakovsky.live. It's a YouTube channel. He is clearly the founder of it. Now, he issued a long statement at the weekend. What did Mikhail Kordakovsky say? Well, his point of view is uh, uh, very discussable. And uh, his uh, main uh, idea was actually to support Prigozhin and to support uh, Kub, uh because Mikhail Khodorkovsky um, understands that the biggest problem right now is uh, the war in Ukraine. And um, Prigozhin has done a number of statements before the attempt of the coup. Uh, he said on Friday that um, nobody needed that war. And that there, uh, uh, that uh, the uh, that Zelensky and NATO didn't uh, want to fight Russia and didn't have any plans uh, to invade Russia That's by true. that time. Yes. So, uh, judging from uh, this point of view, we see now that Prigozhin is against war and he's against Putin, and uh, this is quite important, I guess. 
so actually, I think the logic of Mr. Khodorkovsky was that the mm, enemy of my enemy is a friend. Yes. Though I'm almost sure, I'm sure that uh, Khodorkovsky and everybody understands that Prigozhin is a war criminal. Uh, he's a murderer. He's a thug. And uh, he's involved in numerous cases uh, that has to be uh, viewed by uh, war cri- by, by, by war tribunal, and uh, that um, he has to be under court for at at, at some at some time. Uh, though tactically, I suppose uh, at this moment, at that moment, let me say it that way on Saturday, yes, uh, when everybody understood that uh, he really could take off uh, Putin. Uh, he could really enter Moscow, and uh, by that time there was uh, uh, some point in supporting him. But uh, I know that uh, uh, this idea uh, was very arguable, very discussable, and uh, uh, many people in Russian opposition did not support uh, Khodorkovsky in this uh, in this topic. Now we know Putin has large am- amount of support among ordinary Russian people, or we believe we know. Of course, we know nothing in the West. It's just what we, what, what is reported. And there are some very good journalists from BBC and Sky, for example, in Moscow, correspondents, very, very good. But there is believed to be support for Putin. What, because it's not long since you lived there, what do you believe, Dmitry, is the mood of the people in Russia, the mass of people, as they witness this? I think that people are treating it something like a reality show, <laughs> uh, something like a TV Could it series. be a false flag operation, a game, that Putin and Prigozhin are playing that suits them both? Mm, no, I no. don't think so. No, okay. I don't believe so. Uh, the thing is that... Uh, Russian people and uh, Putin had some sort of agreement where Putin said that, uh, yes, I'm, uh, uh, I'm going to be authoritarian. Uh, you won't have any human rights. You won't have any ability to vote and you won't have a freedom of um, uh, speech and freedom of press. Uh, but, um, you can, um, forget forever about that, um, difficult period of 90s it's not gonna happen again and yes. i promise that you. yes and uh, people said yeah that's useless that's fine i want to go back to poverty we, we don't want to go back um, to criminal russia of 90s yes um let's let's do it but uh, now we see that putin breaks actually the this disagreement and uh, he actually is leading country to to the times even worse than uh, the 90s and uh, the comparison to 1917 uh is uh, pretty good from my point of view uh though i i know that uh, people in russia in moscow on friday we did a street talk in moscow asking about their attitude to precaution yes. for the attempt of group and uh, uh, the vast majority were not aware of uh, Prigozhin, they didn't know who is that. They were saying, like, is that some guy from showbiz or, or something like that? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I've heard about him, some political leader, but I do not know any details about him. So I think that uh, uh, many Russians are trying to avoid politics and avoid news these days. Yes. Uh, 
but um, they i think do understand that uh, the treaty and the and the, the the agreement is uh, broken by putin but it's more important to see what the elite is doing these days and we've seen that many russian oligarchs have fled russia when uh, right. the dump of coup started so this is very important and we should keep an eye on that now the latest news that we have from the financial times which is probably the best newspaper in europe it is quoting Ria Novosti, which is Russia's main state news service, earlier today, they cited a source in the Prosecutor General's office saying the charges against uh, Prigozhin have not been dropped. And Kommersant, a Russian business newspaper, also reported that the FSB, Russia's main security service, was still investigating Prigozhin and said not enough time has passed to take another decision. The timing of the reports, which is Monday morning in uh, Moscow, appeared to indicate a coordinated messaging by the Kremlin. What do you make of that news, Dmitry? Well, uh, no wonder that uh, the uh, case uh, wasn't dropped. No wonder it was. It wasn't yes. closed. And uh, we know that um, uh, Lukashenko is uh, the closest ally of uh, Vladimir Putin. It's uh, um, it's his bro. It's uh, I cannot describe it in any other terms. They have very good relations. So uh, Prigozhin has not been seen or heard from since he drove away from the Southern Army headquarters in Rostov on Don. Uh, that his Wagner militia briefly took over on Saturday. So, do we know where he is? And of course, it matters where he is, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It really matters. Well, I can tell you only that uh, he's probably in Belarus and he's trying to buy a local SIM card to record some new voice messages uh, <laughs> that he's famous for. Yes. Uh, well, frankly speaking, uh, we do not know where he is now. If he's in Belarus... That uh, means a lot, because um, for Lukashenko as a dictator, uh, it's very important to have a professional um, uh, PMC like Wagner. Yes. And uh, he might be playing his own game. He might be interested in having uh, such a yes. powerful and, um, and very dangerous guy as uh, Prigozhin. And uh, actually, if he settles in Belarus, we will see, uh, we might see a new attempt of group in the nearest future. This is my point of view. It won't, uh, it won't end up like that. And yes. only actually one, one could uh, survive. Um, either Putin or Prigozhin. There is no other option. And I think that Putin will keep on, uh, um, attempts to kill him, to, to take him away, to assassinate him. And there is, uh, you know, there is another, uh, point in their uh, in their agreement that there will be uh, a new um, uh, minister of defense in Russia. Uh, so th- we we know that actually um, it might be Mr. Dumin. Dumin is a former bodyguard of uh, Putin. Uh, he's the leader of uh, Tula region. This is a region uh, not far from Moscow in the south. And uh, the funny thing is that this is a place where Prigozhin has actually stopped on his way to Moscow. So this is another interesting pro- right. process that we should keep an eye on. Yeah, there is speculation 
in Moscow that the Russian President Vladimir Putin, I'm reading this from the Financial Times, had agreed to remove Shoigu as mm -hmm. part of a deal with Prigozhin to end the uprising. The Kremlin has denied this, but that does it seem credible to you? Um, I think that Putin doesn't want to take off Shoigu and right. uh, Gerasim. Um, maybe he's not very happy with them. But uh, taking them off right now would mean that uh, he's a loser. He will uh, uh, publicly state, yes, guys, uh, Prigozhin made me do this. So I, I, I'm almost sure he won't be doing nothing about it. It's uh, not uh, the type of behavior that uh, he's uh, well known. Uh, I think he will keep on doing everything his way. And he will try to uh, make everybody... Uh, forget about it as soon as possible. Uh, but in the nearest days, we should know all the details about this agreement um, under which Prigozhin could uh, uh, escape uh, Russia and uh, uh, could go to Belarus. And uh, Shoigu and Gerasimov are still in charge of the military operation in Russia, of Russia and Ukraine. Yes, um, I don't know if it's relevant or not, but Lukashenko is said to be very on, not, it's, it's to be very sick. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure whether that really matters or not. Let me ask you, Dmitry, about the effect it will have on the conflict in Ukraine. If you were a Russian soldier facing the Ukraine military, this news will obviously reach the battlefield. It would be very bad for your morale, which wasn't great to begin with. Uh, well, exactly. And uh, I think uh, every Russian troop now in Ukraine thinks, what the hell am I doing here? Maybe yes. I should actually go back home and uh, maybe I should uh, 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 defend uh, my own family, my own house, my own home. Yes. <laughs> because there is going on something like very bad. But uh, for Ukrainians, it means a lot. It means that if Wagner could do it, um, and he could be so successful and yes. so fast. Uh, why uh, Ukrainians cannot do it? Well, there are two things that uh, can stop them. First of all, the Western allies can say, no, guys, this is not the way you should do, and please do not do that. And um, we still have a chance of uh, <coughs> Russians and Putin using the nuclear weapons. Uh, yes. But um, the uh, fact is that we... Uh, well, the, the outcome, actually. We see that uh, PMC Wagner will be um, reformed very soon. Uh, we are definitely sure that uh, Prigozhin is out of Russia. And we know that it's a biggest strike on Putin since the beginning of his reign in the beginning of notice. A final question, Dmitry, and we are, all of us, our listeners and our, our colleagues here, uh, very grateful to you. The Western analysts are saying that this has weakened Putin, that this is, as you've just indicated, perhaps the beginning of the end of Putin. Would you agree with that? Totally. Yes, I do. Uh, the end of Putin started in uh, 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 on the 24th of February yes. 2022. That was the day that Russia invaded uh, Ukraine. Yes, ab absolutely. And 
Um, imagine a plane mm, taking off uh, from from the airport. Yes. And uh, the flight is named uh, the end of Putin and the end of Putinism. Uh, so uh, it uh, started uh, last February. And uh, now we see actually the plane landing. Uh, right. This attempt of coup uh, can be of coup can be understood uh, like the pilot is saying, uh, "Please fasten your seatbelts. Yes. We are landing." <laughs> so the landing has started. Thank you very much, uh, Dmitry Lovsky is a very very brave and important journalist. He is the chief editor for the YouTube channel Kordakovsky Live. Before the war, he was deputy editor-in-chief for TV Rain in Moscow. He moved to Lithuania when the war began and independent media outlets, including TV Rain, were closed down. He is a brave and committed Russian and we sincerely hope, and I'm sure all our listeners share that hope, that soon he can return to his homeland. Thank you very much, Dmitry. Thanks to all of you for listening. That's all we have time for now. We'll talk to you soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, welcome to the Next Wave podcast. Consider us your chief AI officer in your business. My name is Matt Wolf. I have the number one YouTube channel in the AI space. I also run futuretools.com and I'm joined by my co-host, Nathan Lands, founder of Lore.com. We want to bring you the latest AI news and trends, show you how you can use AI in your business and personal life, and help make it super easy for you to understand and execute. We're going to equip you with the knowledge to thrive in this upcoming wave of change. 